I just lost five minutes with you guys because I only have 10 minutes with you and five minutes we're giving a pre-podcast before the podcast and I'm so excited like it's just unbelievable and I'm going to tell you why I'm so so excited today's podcast is dreamers versus doers and I know Marie-Pierre is going to bring an amazing exercise your way to figure out what are you dreamer doer maybe half and half ah definitely a podcast worth sharing and how about this Marie-Pierre huh? what do we share what do we say when we share the podcast Dreamer or doer, all the hashtags are here. I sent it to Marie-Pierre. You just copy, paste, and post it everywhere, 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 everywhere. Because remember, the real enemy of success is not failure. It's actually comfort, right? So we get so into our comfort zone that we're not willing to try anything new. Let's come back to the silicone bags, all right? Everybody's now comfortable listen to this cooking rice by itself everybody's now comfortable cooking chicken by themselves everybody's now comfortable cooking cake by itself and there comes Jean-Philippe comes out of the comfort zone and he goes no 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 it's not going to take me one hour to make a meal no 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 so last night he puts all three bags in the microwave and I can feel the tension okay because we don't know if it's going to work right Jean-Philippe and that's a lot of food <laughs> to go to waste and bingo plugs it into puts the numbers the time in the microwave and now crosses his fingers so there's an element of where he conceived it and then there's an element where he planned it and then there's an element where he jumped into action and ta-da, 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 melissa what happened is the entire meal was ready in 20 minutes instead of an hour Okay, this is what it's about. This is the difference between dreamers and doers. I mean, everything is connected no matter what we try to do. So welcome today to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Our mission is to level up. Our mission is to be a better version of ourselves. And the only way that's going to work is if we hang around with like-minded people. Today, I know I will find myself in a situation with people that are not like-minded with like me we're going to read the test uh, the will of my dad it's going to be a very challenging morning i already know that ahead of time and this is where i get burnt and i need hours of sleep after that but if i hang out with people that are like-minded like me like this morning marie-pierre jean-philippe were talking i mean i could have went on and on and on and on you understand guys so this is the mission the vision is as i feel good all the time as i hang out with people that are doers and not just dreamers i 
am a person of action. I have the courage necessary that I need to go and do what I have to do. Like John Philippi says, oh, the heck with this. Let me try all three bags at the same time. And that's where I will now be successful. The more successful I become, the more money I make. So again, it's going to be a very inspiring podcast. Thanks to Michelle Poehler, the book, of Hello Fears. I keep saying Hello Fresh. It's Hello Fears. So Jean-Philippe is going to focus on helping you write down notes. Remember, when I speak, there's no notes. It's all about the story. It's all about, can you feel what I'm trying to share with you? So I want to begin by sharing this incredible, remarkable story of my mom, Adelina, who had an unwavering belief in a bright future in Canada. She immigrated to Canada in the late 1960s with my dad at age 20 and my dad 22. But you have to know for almost 15 years, she held on to a vivid dream of living in Canada. Somewhere, somehow, she got a picture of the Rocky Mountains. And in her mind, this is what Canada looked like. You know, 4,000 or 5,000 square miles. In her mind, it was the Rocky Mountains. She had this calendar and every morning she would touch it. And every night she would touch it. And as she worked the land or toiled at the land, she always said to herself, you know, for all her youth, one day I'm going to Canada and I'm going to become a multimillionaire. By the way, that is why the title of our podcast is The Millionaires of the Diamonds, because that was my mom's dream with my dream became our dream. Ah, don't you love it, Louise? Became our dream, okay? So she didn't say to herself, wow, I can't do this. I don't know how to read. Oh, I can't do this. I don't know how to write. Exactly. My mom didn't know how to read or write. She didn't say, well, I can't go to Canada. I don't know how to speak French. Oh, I can't go to Canada. I don't know how to speak English. Instead, she said, I'm going to Canada and I'm going to become a multimillionaire. She believed Canada was the key to her ultimate success a place where she would have a life filled with wealth and accomplishment, where she was allowed as a woman <laughs> to be successful because she came from a place where your place as a woman was in the kitchen to make babies and sew clothes or whatever it was back in the days. So with conviction and exceptional, because, you know, I had the privilege to look, work alongside my mother. With exceptional dedication, she set her sights on achieving multimillionaire status. Growing up, I had the privilege of knocking door to door with her, selling her product. It was such an exceptional journey for me. And I had, um, I was infused firsthand by this amazing mom. And by 1976, her dream now was a reality. She bought her first home by herself, by herself, dream home in 1976, 1976, 5,000 square foot, fully paid cash, $95,000 back then, by the way, just sold for 1.2 million, just to give you an idea, a true testament to her tireless dedication. This journey of achievement began with a simple, profound belief. If you can conceive it, you 
in your mind, you can achieve it and make it reality. But now you need a plan. You need a strategic plan. It's not enough just dreaming. You need to conceive it. You need a plan. And then, and then, and then, and then. You have to have the courage. You have to have the courage to work that plan day in and day out. And John Maxwell says, Every day, every day she worked a plan. Yes, but it's Sunday. Every day. Yes, but it's my birthday. Every day. She really englobes what Maxwell's teachings are all about. And you have a privilege to listen to Maxwell's podcast on Mondays and Tuesdays with Jean-Philippe and Sylvain Lalonde. So this story serves as a glowing light. I want it to be a light for all of us because it is for me. And those in my multi-level marketing business, you know how driven I am and how I keep this slide in front of me, always reminding myself, how can I give up when this woman never threw in the towel? So the only reason she threw in the towel is because she passed away at the young age of 51 years old and I'm turning 60. I have nine years more of life than her. So it's a reminder that dreaming is just the beginning. Taking bold steps each day is what shapes our dreams into reality. So just before leaving you in the hands of Jean-Philippe and Marie-Pierre, I want us today to echo Adelina's courageous spirit and dare to turn our aspiration into tangible achievements. So everyone, welcome to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Tomorrow we will recognize our contest, but I will not pass by and without saying a big thank you to everybody on Zoom here with me, a huge thank you to everyone on Podbeam with me, a huge thank you for our Facebook listeners. And without you, we will never have been where we are today, but hang on. We're going all the way for, to number one, and we just need 9,000 more hours to get there. Right, Jean-Philippe? <laughs> it's all a question of relentless work. Over to you, Jean-Philippe. Thank you, Maria. Good morning, everyone. So, yes, as we just hear, like, Maria telling, like, the story of... Do you hear me? Is that okay? Yes, okay. It's just I was seeing Maria, like, what is happening? <laughs> You disturbed me, Maria. <laughs> okay, I don't know why she don't hear me. <laughs> so, as uh, as we just hear Maria like speaking about the story of her mother, absolutely. When we hear that, like we feel that we are moved by that, that we want to take action, that we want to get to the next level. Is that okay? Like she's laughing, and I don't know why. What is okay? Uh, good. <laughs> you know why? Because it just takes me, my sound was off. And I'm saying, <laughs> oh, these kids messed up again this morning. But you see, this is the this is what I have, Jean-Philippe. I always say, I'm the source of the problem. What did you not do? So I, my sound was off. Okay, bye-bye. That, that is now you use that, that little emoji. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so yes, we all know that story can move us okay and this is um actually a, an element a strategy that we need to master especially into network marketing because this is those kind of story that will influence people to take action to pass from a dreamer which is actually yes visualize something for themselves and get to the position of a doer taking action and want to change their trajectory
So that's a reason why it is very important to master that element of being able to tell your own story. So I want to get back to how to tell your story in a network marketing, because that's the most people who are listening to us. So there is three main elements into a story. The first one is like the first part is actually three elements that cause you pain right now. The reason why people are moving, okay, and decide to take action is because they are having pain, okay, right now in their life, in their situation that they are tired of accepting. So they want to change something. So be able to identify what are those pains. So for instance, for myself, like money was a big pain, uh, like managing my own schedule was a big pain and not being able like to progress into an organization and like develop a bigger like leadership and like having that ambition like was a pain because all of those stuff I didn't like had that possibility when I started working as a substitute teacher. Then into your story, the second element is what we call the pivot. The pivot is actually the solution that you find. And for us, this is our MLM, okay? This is our company that we have found that actually is the solution. You don't necessarily need like to explain so much about your company here because this is where people will ask you questions. But what you need to tell them is the last part, the third part, which is how this solution has resolved or even like suit or a piece, I don't know which word to use, like the pain that you had before. So what you want to show people is yes, the solution has actually resolved, okay? And like make disappear the pain that you have or diminish it actually. So obviously when I started, like I needed money. Yes, I started doing money, but like my problem wasn't resolved yet but I was able into my story to transmit that hope, to transmit how actually this solution helped me and how I see the future. So you need to be able to tell them how, okay, it's a real solution. So what you need to have, okay, in that story are actually, okay, fact, and actually also showing, okay, that the pain and the conflict that you are living, okay, make you a relatable person. Because if you're only like in the fact, okay, people will not connect with you. But what needs to be also transmitted, okay, obviously all of our MLM can be a solution, but this is weird that a lot of people have tried MLM, but have failed at it, that try it for one month, two months, or three months and say, it did not work for me. And like, they try to convince us, okay, myself after eight years, Marie-Pierre nine, Maria 41, okay, that it, it is not working. And you look at them and you're like, well, I don't think that you can say, it's not working because if if it was the case, I I would not be here, okay, still being in 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 uh, in that situation. So the reason why people are succeeding it's because they have because they have taken a decision. Their dream has been like transformed into a plan. 
Okay. For most of us that start an MLM at the beginning, it's a sideline. You still have your full-time job. Okay. But you start that sideline, but this sideline needs to be put into a plan, needs to be put into a schedule that is Yes, obviously at night, okay, after the kids are in bed or when you get back uh, from your work, you will start to work. You will do some sacrifice, okay? You will do extra hours, but it doesn't matter because you know for what dream you are doing them. So you need to be like um, real, okay, with what is the plan and what the action that you need to do and follow them and stick to them and commit to them. That's the only way that you will be able to make that plan succeed because that plan is actually how you break down your dream to achieve them. Okay. And just before letting you with Marie-Pierre, I want to add something, okay, something to help you reflect on how you can build that story because I give you the three elements. But what you need to have also is, yes, a part of emotion, but there is something else that we call, okay, the rhetorical triangle, okay, which is the ethos, the pathos, and the logos, okay? So what does that mean? Ethos is the credibility and the ethic. So how in your story you are establishing credibility? Well, here it's how you are able to show who you are and your character. So in my story, I tell people that I have five jobs, okay, to be able to survive. So I am able with that to show people that I am a worker, I am ambitious. So this show the credibility that I have, okay, as a human. The logos is actually the logic and the reason. Okay, so if your story is all built on logos, you will lose people that are not people that are looking at fact and statistic. So I was able, okay, with my logic to tell people how much money I was earning, that how many times has, has been asked to be a, um, a substitute teacher, that at this moment there were no jobs. So those are statistics that I can add to my story to establish my logos. But the one that is so important is the pathos. Pathos is the one that will move, okay, the more people because pathos is all about the emotion and your feeling. So your tone, we have covered it previously. Remember the story of the red little, oh, I don't remember, but that, that story, okay? So this is all about your tone and how you will be able to transmit that. And finally, the last element that needs to be part of your story is the Kairos. What is the Kairos? It's actually the right timing and to adapt your story. Because what you've lived in the 90s, okay, and your reality today, the story still happened. But maybe because of your experience, okay, the connection that you will establish with your people, okay, with your audience will be adapted to the new reality where you live in. So if you all have that, this is how you can build a powerful story and be sure that you understand that, okay, I use that dream to do something with my life. So now I am a doer. So to help us understand in which category you are, Marie-Pierre has a questionnaire for us this morning. Yes, thank you, Jean-Philippe. So uh, as we were reading yesterday and I was thinking about it, 
I said, there's another category. Yes, there's the dreamer, the doer, but there's something in the middle that is the visionary. So the person who, yes, can dream big and yes, can have a concrete uh, plan to know what step uh, they have to do to achieve their goals. So yes, we'll uh, have a quiz this morning to help you understand what is natural for you. So are you a dreamer? Are you a doer? Are you a visionary? So when you know what is natural for you, now you can work on the area for improvement. So again, there's no right or wrong answer in this quiz. It's just to find out what is your natural inclination for dreamer, doer or visionary. So dreamer, yes, they are known for their rich imagination, but sometimes will like the practical step to actualize their dream. And doers are action oriented and excel in making things happen, but sometimes they might act without a clear plan. So yes, it's just a quiz to help you understand what is natural for you and now to uh, know how to work on that. So let's start. We have 10 questions uh, for us th this morning. You can answer in the chat, in the comments. It's all answer A, B or C. It's really easy. So let's start with number one. So when you are faced with a challenge, what is your initial reaction? A, you imagine various scenarios without deciding on a specific course of action. B, you develop a strategic plan that will include both innovative solution and practical step. Or C, you jump straight into action, figuring things out as you go. <laughs> Number two, how do you describe your goal setting process? A, I have many ideas, but struggle to set concrete goals. B, I set ambitious goals with detailed plans on how to achieve them. Or C, I focus on short-term achievable goal without always seeing the bigger picture. Number three. <laughs> What's your approach to problem solving? A, I often get lost in the problem rather than focusing on the solution. B, I analyze the problem from all angles and devise a comprehensive solution. And C, I tackle problem adds on, even if it means learning through trial and error. Number four. When you think about the future, how do you feel? A, excited by the possibilities, but uncertain about how to make them a reality. B, motivated with a clear vision of what I want and how to get there. And C, focus on the immediate next step rather than the distant future plans. Number five, how do you deal with setbacks? A, I tend to dwell on what went wrong instead of finding a solution. B, I reassess my approach, learn from the setback and adapt my plan. Or C, I quickly move on to the next action, sometimes without fully addressing the issues. Number six, in a team project, what role do you naturally take? A, the idea generator, often coming up with creative concept. B, the strategic leader, guiding the team with a clear vision and plan. Or C, the executor, actively working on tasks and encouraging others to do the same. 
Number seven, how do you approach learning something new? A, I love learning new theories and concepts even if I don't apply them. B, I seek to understand both the theory and the practical application. Or C, I prefer learning by doing even if it means skipping over some foundational knowledge. Number eight, what's your typical response to uncertainty or risk? A, I tend to hesitate and overthink potential outcome. B, I assess the risk and reward then proceed with a calculated plan. Or C, I embrace, embrace uncertainty as part of the process and I'm willing to take risk. Number nine, when you have a big idea, what do you do first? A, they dream about its impact without planning the next step. B, outline a vision and start mapping out the step to bring it to life. Or C, start working on it immediately, figuring out the details as I go. And number 10, how do you view routine and schedules? A, I find them restrictive and prefer to go where my thoughts take me. B, I see them as essential framework that help bring my vision, my vision to reality. Or C, I use them as necessary tool, but sometimes feel constrained by too much strict structure. So, <laughs> so now that you answer the 10 question, now you can uh, calculate how many A, how many B, how many C do you have? So if you have mostly A, you are a dreamer, so your imagination is a powerful asset, but it may hold you back from taking action. So while dreaming, it's important to try to balance with the practical step to bring your idea to life. If you have mostly B, you are the visionary. So you possess that unique ability to dream big and to follow through with action. So that balanced approach allows you to turn ambition ambitious vision into reality, setting you apart as a true change maker. And if you have mostly C, you are the doer. So you excel in taking action and getting things done. So yes, it's uh, your drive is admirable, but sometimes you need to have uh, that uh, great achievement goal to have an idea where you are going first. So yes, there's no right or wrong answer, no matter the result. So remember that each type of person will bring something valuable to the table. So embracing your natural strength, but make sure that you surround yourself with the right people, the people that can complement your skills. So if you are a dreamer, make sure that you have that visionary to help you have that uh, strategic plan and make sure that you have doers so they can execute the plan. So it's really to have every type of people with you. Of course, you can develop that visionary if you want to be a visionary, but sometimes it's your strength. So embrace your strength, but make sure to work with the right people who can help you make that dreams come true. So if you, have, I have a, you are a doer, make sure to have the dreamer, the visionary, if you, have, you are the dreamer, the visionary, the doer, everyone is really important. So make sure that to connect with people who will help you achieve your goal. So on that, 
I really wish that you have a better idea of what the type of people you are now <laughs> so you can find the right people. So I wish you a beautiful day and we will see you tomorrow morning. <laughs>